Okay. Feel like doing this? I do. All right. You been watching any TV lately? Um, game, uh, well, I guess so. Kind of, it depends on, on, yes, I have to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. No, because I notice it's um, a lot of people when ask a direct question, it's, which usually starts with a yes or no, they always go off on a tangent. I am notorious for doing that. And yes, yes I have been watching TV. Um, no, I may not be watching what you're going to ask. I don't know what it is, but I'm just taking a guess at no. I was just asking if you've been watching any TV and like something that you've been into. I haven't watched WandaVision yet, which shame on me for that. <sighs> I've been watching WandaVision and because I am not so into the last Avengers movies, mm -hmm. I have to go back and watch parts of those <laughs> to know what is going on Yeah, because it's so based on... Um, everything after Age of Ultron, okay. that it's kind of it's kind of rough if you gave up on Avengers because it just got ridiculous. Because really, how's a guy with a bow and arrow going to kill something from an intergalactic, you know, something, and a girl that jumps, I don't know, it, I, it got to be a lot. Okay. I mean, I liked Black Panther, and I liked, uh, I actually watched, um, on the plane, I watched, um, uh, what should we call it? The, uh, um, One of the Marvel Girl, or... Uh, oh, the Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. That was entertaining. Believe it or not, out of all of the, the movies in the sequence that those are supposed to be seen, that's actually the second movie. Yeah, I know. Because it's after... Be, well, because it's set back in the 80s. Timeline, and, yeah. Yeah, so it's after Captain... Uh, Captain America. America and all before Winter Soldier and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe it's Samuel L. Jackson's hair in that movie. It's, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But the, the way that movie And is, I guess the fact that we now know how Samuel L. Jackson lost his eye yeah, is hilarious. Absolutely. A cat. Yes. Sorry, I just ruined it for you. <laughs> if you've never seen any of the Marvel, uh, Marvel, Cinem Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Then you won't care. All right. Now, with that being said, yes. good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the Newman and Paid Podcast. This is episode number 68, and I am back from vacation. I went to Maui for my dad's 80th birthday. That's awesome. It was very cool. We had family only at a house away from the rest of the world on the far side of the island, and we had, we had a good time. It was interesting. I have not traveled with my dad and my brother for an extended period in probably 20 years. No, not 20. It's been less than that. Maybe... The last time we went to spring training was 2005. Yeah, 15, 16, 16 years. Okay, All right. 16 years, not 20. Um, <laughs> Still, close enough. So that was interesting. There are so many stories, I don't want to take anybody's time on that, but I have a new addition to our OG Moments now, that I introduced the last podcast. Um, for those who are not on uh, up to speed with OG, and, and you even caught me with this being a new feature, and I, I'm, I'm all for it. In fact, I need to keep, start keeping my eye open for an OG moment on my end. Okay. Uh, OG means the old guy moment, mm -hmm. um, where, you know, uh, what would be a good old guy moment example? Old guy moment is when something happens that you realized if you're like 10 minutes younger, you would have stayed up with. Okay. Uh, we brought up OG moment last episode, which was I bought a pair of shoes and they had laced them yes. to where the top lace went inward yes. and not outward. So when you put your foot in the shoe, the laces went with your foot. It was awkward. Uh, extremely. And then I'm looking around I'm like, oh, but everybody's doing it. So it must be cool. I must be an OG. So now... 
I have another OG moment. Okay. Rented a car uh, for everybody. You ready for this? My, the car rental was. Please tell me it had a CD player or a cassette player. Oh God, no. It was, it was the newest of new when it came to that stuff, but it was okay. a Lincoln Continental. Yes. Yeah. We oh, drove the Hana Highway man. in a Lincoln Continental. And that is one tight road with 67 bridges that are mostly one lane. Okay. And this hood was a good 20 feet in front of me. I mean, it was a massive car. But at the Maui airport, I get into the car and I go to put it into gear. And you know, you're thinking, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab that bar and I'm just going to pull it towards me and drag it down into drive, right? Did you get to spin the dial? No. It took me five minutes to figure out where the hell this... <laughs> that's the 5G moment. That's that's the OG moment. I am looking around. There's no bar. Even the new Mercedes, they have a bar. The new Jaguars, they have the, the dial the thing. Dials. Yeah, you see that. And it comes up and down depending on, like, if your foot's on the gas or brake or whatever. Okay. No, 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 none of that. I mean, I had to stop, shut my eyes, take a deep breath, and look, because I had been looking for some time. Wow. And then I realized... It's on the dashboard like a preset next to the radio. Oh. P, R, N, D, and S. That's weird. Fully weird. Like you had to reach across to put the car into gear. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the dashboard? Next to the radio was where you put a Lincoln Continental into gear. Good Lord. Yes. And I'm just sitting in the garage in Maui saying, this is... And those, those cars are de not designed for the younger generation. But they are designed to have the salesperson come out there and say, this is how you put it in a year. Okay. And you forever know that. But that first time, yeah, that's not a preset. Wow. <laughs> that's reverse. That was my OG moment. Um, real quick, flashing back to the cars episode, speaking of vehicles and all that. Yes. My friend Chris sent me a photograph of a right side drive mini. Oh, nice. Sit like the I, like the one in the picture right next to you. I believe he has nope. right said he has said right side drive mini in his possession. I'll have to double check with the photograph. And, and why? Because well, it's it's a right side drive mini. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's all, cool. All right. Like modern one or like I, I the version that you see on the wall next to you. Combination of both. I have no, it's either one or the other because they stopped making one in the 60s and then they started picking them up back in 93 with, no, 2003 when the Italian job came out. Um, let's see one second. Uh, um, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. I No, wait a second. I got a different text message that I got distracted with. Okay, okay. so I'm going to jump to this uh, while we do that and go over here. Um, yeah, because the photograph, when this he sent it, it to me, he said, hey, uh, show, show Greg this vehicle because this is the right side drive mini that I have right here. That's a classic. Holy cow, that's in Reno. Yeah. It's got Nevada plate on. That's that, awesome. That's in his possession. Okay. That's yeah. really cool. I don't know what to do with it. Right side drive mini. <laughs> the license plate. Did you see the license plate? I didn't want to tell. I saw that. Hang on, zoom in for you there, so you can see. <laughs> yes. Not Hot Wheels, but the yeah. other one. <laughs> yes, all right, very cool. Okay, very good. so speaking of OG moments, we're going to talk about jerseys. Yes. And 
specifically this was brought up because we were looking at the new city collection from the NBA yeah. that came out this season. Yeah. And so I did my research. Yeah. And <laughs> as I have on my my, my right. Uh, my so notes as well. so we've both brought up these things, and the first one that you have to look up if you're listening to this and you happen to have a computer or you can use your your smartphone or whatever. I think you have to Google 2021 Miami Heat City Jersey. Yeah, okay, so I'm not a fan of this. At the same time, I get it. Well. Because the, the, the Miami Vice aspect. And when they originally released the Miami Vice jerseys last year or two years ago, mm -hmm. they were amazing. Okay. Because they, they went with the theme and the font and the coloring of the whole South Beach thing, and that was cool. This program, where the right side of the player is in pink and the left side of the player is in blue, <laughs> makes it look like you're playing two different teams depending on the direction they're running up and down the court. All right, <laughs> which is right? accurate. Right? You're, yes, absolutely. You have the, the sun, sunrise and the sunset. Oh. I don't know, that's the only thing I can think. <laughs> I'm just thinking you're playing a blue team. Now you're playing a pink team. Wait, you're playing a blue team. Oh, that guy's faced the wrong direction because you got one pink guy in the middle of all these blue guys. Oh, it's, that's kind of miserable. Yeah. And now, full disclosure, you and I are almost at opposite ends of the spectrum with this stuff because you, as a Yankee fan, kind of freak out if they make the NY a quarter inch larger on the left chest, right? I came unglued when there was a, a corporate sponsor Right. on the team's hats when they were playing in the United <laughs> Kingdom two years ago. I lost my mind. Right, so you're not good with the whole change of the unis type thing, but you can, you're can. you okay with an alternate on occasion because that's fun, right? As long as it's not an alternate for one of the, one of the teams that I root for, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I'm just the opposite. I tune into Oregon football because I got to see what they're wearing. That's fair, and you... and they're amazing. And I go, it goes all the way back to the 2012 Rose Bowl when they had mirrors for helmets. I'm like, this is incredible. You are very I... fascinated with their with with all all of their uniforms. Because oh yes, they are sponsored by Nike, correct? Yeah. Okay, and with Nike being right down the street, almost from where they are in Eugene, right. um, that's like a solid advantage. Well, there's a reason why they call it Phil Knight U. And Nike has used uh, Oregon football as a uh, uh, a research facility hmm. to understand breathable materials and making, and they literally took pounds off of the uniforms that guys were wearing. Wow! With all their stuff and understanding how to to shed water while they're sweating and all that sort of stuff. Now, going back to the NBA City Collection. Is there anything that you dig in all of these? There actually is. All right, let me and, hear it. And uh, it's it's this jersey that is on my screen now that I'm gonna show you to uh, zoom in on this just a spot. This Minnesota Timberwolves jersey. The gray with the pink trim. Yeah, it's very wolvy. Okay. Not so much. Uh, <laughs> not so much the, uh, the the color scheme. More so the lettering of the jersey. Why? Because they are located in where again? Minnesota. And who, Minneapolis. What what famous music icon is from Minnesota? Oh, so you're telling me that this is the the uh, the uh, Prince? Correct. Pink. Uh... They use the purple rain font. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
That's deep, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm a big fan of that one. All right. I have figured out what I do and don't like about these, and that is if I am watching highlights of a team and I cannot tell what team they are without a graphic, then I'm not a fan of the jersey. Oh. Right? Okay. So if you, if you were to look up the New York Knicks one, for example. Okay. It's a circle of six-point font written on their chest. Right. I have no idea what that says. Yeah, that's I have good. even looked it up online and I still cannot tell what it says for the the Knicks jersey. Oh, the does other it say something the city that never sleeps? Yes. Oh. That's great. Thank you for putting a sentence on the front of your jersey. Wait, so it really does say that? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I took a total guess on that one. It it really does. Wow. Uh huh. Okay. It's something, well, okay, it's something along those lines. But that's essentially what's going on there. Huh. It's it's pretty, uh, so are, are City Never Sleeps New York Knicks. Okay. Yeah. So it's even worse than what you just said. That is worse. Um, okay. So if I can't see, and when they play off of the team, there you go, you pulled up the Miami, the, uh, the Miami Vice yes. ones. Those are fun. Yes. Um, when you see stuff that plays off of the nickname and all of a sudden they change their name, like Buzz City, that's a little weird to me, even though I like the color scheme because it almost goes back to the... Oh, you threw me off on that. Last time we were talking about this, going uh, to, to ramp about Buzz City, help me. Charlotte. Oh, Hornets, Hornets is Buzz City. Again, if you have no idea what it's... <laughs> What that means, that's kind of rough. And yeah. it's kind of like the valley for Phoenix. Okay. You know, valley of the suns. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay. Well, so, that, that, so some of these city jerseys are, are pretty brutal. Okay. Explains. But we're being old guys with this. I understand. Is I that, really do. Is this an OG moment? It's kind of an OG moment. when, But I went through to see who has, like, all-time greats. And when you see like the classic Muggsy Bogues Charlotte Hornets with the wide pinstripes, you're like, okay, that's solid. I know this is gonna shock you. Yes. Um, I have a Muggsy Bogues purple Charlotte Hornets jersey. Is it too small for you? No. Okay. It's it was the, five it, foot three. It, it, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I do, I have a, a Muggsy Bogues, a, a purple jersey because when we were doing radio, uh, and, and even after you, you got out of radio and went right. to TV, um, I was still collecting these jerseys. Mm -hmm. I would go to Ross and find these jerseys for like 10 bucks. Okay, awesome. Uh, all right. So anyway, that's one of my favorite. Uh, Milwaukee, is that Glenn Robinson? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Glenn Robinson. I do like that one with the bucks and the, the, the deer on the front. Look up mid-90s Milwaukee Bucks alternate jersey is what okay. that is. That's not, And then the full-on Penny and Shaq pinstripe magic. So I have two Orlando jerseys. Again, I know this shocks you. Uh, Morning? One is a, uh, a pinstripe one. The other is a solid blue. Okay. Uh, the pinstripe one is Anthony Hardaway. Okay. The solid blue, Horace Grant. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. And then you go, and then you go to the next team that I have a ton of jerseys from. And that would be the New York Knicks. Uh, and then the jerseys I have from the Knicks are Larry Johnson, John Starks, Charles Oakley, uh, Willis Reed, and Patrick Ewing. <laughs> All right. 
the the raptors with the, uh, uh, with, the, with, the with the actual dinosaur on it because this to me is an homage when the raptors came out it was an homage to Jurassic Park absolutely because the raptors were like the cool fastest thing in the whole movie they're vicious and it was pretty amazing stuff so Wait, who was that in the Washington Bullets jersey Earl Monroe Earl the Pearl yeah um, and then the nugs with the uh, with the, the rainbow the city, city background yeah so it is amazing they do have um, they do have kind of a, a newer version of that as you see here in the, the right that I, I have here not bad um, uh, where like, they did it in white with the like a digital city right almost. which is better than their other one that they've got going on um, the Denver Nuggets one yeah, which is not great because they've turned it into, yeah, I've pulled up hockey too. Is it D-E-N on their jersey now? No, what they did was they put it, they made it kind of a, uh, a rust color. Okay. Do you because the, it's nuggets and all that sort of stuff. Do you remember when they, they, they had the prospector on their jersey? Or yeah, I remember it was just a thing of gold. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, remember a prospector being on their jersey or being a part of their logo. In right. some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, so anyway, that's that's what we we're talking about with the uh, the NBA jerseys. Look them up. The city ones are kind of painful. I don't like it when they uh, um, abbreviate a city name when you don't have to. You really don't. Uh, the ATL. Okay. Okay. Atlanta. <laughs> I guess you get that. Okay. But I also get that it's. Um, so one of the things that you brought to my attention with it's a, an airport code with All a right. lot of this was when Kobe switched his number from uh, 24 to 8 mm -hmm. uh, you said it was a marketing thing yeah selling more jerseys yeah and and I totally understand why you do this why you put out alternates I mean or did it switch from 8 to 24 okay, it went I from it 20 went 8, 8 to 24 because I have a Kobe 8 jersey at home okay I don't remember which one he was first Honestly, I know he was eight and twenty-four. Yeah, and, I think yeah. it was eight, and then he went to twenty-four. See, you know, it's funny. I have exactly uh, four jerseys. The one I'm wearing, we'll bring in next, which is not a jersey; it's a a, a sweater. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I actually have two sweaters, and a baseball jersey. One baseball jersey. Wow. It's a Reno Silver Sox jersey. Awesome. And I have a 45 Jordan jersey. That I gave you? Yes. Okay. And that's it. Wow. Well, you don't wear the, the 45. And I bought it for you just because it was like Amazing. the one time. And I actually brought it with me when I met Jordan, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get him to sign. Oh, I just man. couldn't do it. <laughs> we had such a cool day. I didn't want to ask. I got a hug. I didn't get an autograph. Hey, you got and a I'm hug okay. Jordan. Yeah. We had such a cool day up at Edgewood. So going into the sweaters. To me, NHL sweaters are the coolest uh, jerseys because you have so many opportunities to do cool things. Okay. An NBA jersey, you have the front and you have a little bit on the back, but basically you have the front. Mm -hmm. You have no shoulders. You're, you're pretty much set. And they did that one year where they put them all in those stretchy jerseys and made everybody look like superheroes. Yes. Those were kind of painful where they're like short sleeve jerseys oh, for the nba the awful t-shirt looking jerseys. yeah yes well they were all schmediums too like put a whole bunch of six eight 260 pound guys into a schmedium jersey they look like superheroes it's just ridiculous That's right i forgot about those but a but an nba or an nhl sweater 
you can do things on the shoulder, you can do stuff down the sleeves, you can do stuff along the waistband, and you have the front and you have the back. So I've always loved NHL sweaters, and we had the NHL game up at the Tahoe uh, today and yesterday. So, yeah, so it, this weekend. So the, the weekend of the 20th and 21st of February, yes. Uh, and did you watch uh, the NHL action? No, I just saw the highlights okay. because I'm really glad I did not have a spare eight hours in my life so waiting I, for them to refreeze ice. I, I do. I, I did. And um, you, watched, you watched ice melt? Love, I love hockey. Absolutely. No, and you watched the ice melt. Uh, I watched the first period. And then I watched the what was the start to be the uh, just, uh, dec- decomposition, if you will, of the ice yes. um, as they were getting ready. Gary Bettman was in town, the commish. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Like, oh, yeah. It was the real deal. That was the real deal. And I wondered, like, how long, how many years did the celebrity or did the golf tournament happen up there for one of the players or somebody from the NHL to say, hey, why don't we do hockey up here in the winter? one time and, and how long it took for that to finally materialize. Well, I don't know where they would have put stands if they had planned this three years ago. Mm-hmm. If you look at the setup for it, it was right up against the trees. It's right off the 18th tee at Edgewood going down the fairway. You couldn't go any further because you're going to run into a pond. Yep. So you can't put stands at behind the goalpost because you got pond there. You got a lake. You got a lake to the other corner and then they put up the media stuff unless they just ran uh, the grandstands where the media stuff is. Okay. That's the only thing I could see, and you're still never going to get more than about five or 6,000 people. Tops. That's, that's Tops. generous. Right. That's what I mean. Never more. I mean, that would be one crazy expensive ticket. So I really think this was a COVID-created event. I really, it absolutely was because they couldn't have a winter classic. And right. Even so let's, set. so let's make it look pretty. Yeah. And, and it, it was incredible. Like right. the, for the start. No, it was a postcard. There's no the doubt. get go. Absolutely. And, and seeing, um, both, uh, both teams wear throwback jerseys. So I was this now, sort of throwback. I was furious. The moment I saw the, the, the avalanche take the ice in their Quebec Nordiques jerseys, I was so mad because I would have done anything in my power possible to buy a powder blue Joe Sackick Quebec Nordiques jersey <laughs> and take it up there and, and find and ask someone, please, can you have him sign this? Well, it's not like he hangs around the team all the time. He was with the team the entire... Wait, the entire was he really? Week. Yes. Oh, is he in their management? Yes, now? he is. Oh, never mind. Yeah. So, yeah, you could probably get him to oh, sign it. Oh, man, I was beside myself when I saw them take the ice. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then, obviously, you know, like the way the Raptors really didn't have much in the way of history um, in, in Toronto... The same went for Las Vegas, so they they paid homage to their IHL team or ECHL or AHL or whatever minor league team that was in Las Vegas um, to... Really? That's what the swords are all about? That's what the swords were. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I mean, I I pulled up a picture of the the swords, which is very much like the Buffalo Sabres. uh, The old Sabres logo that they're doing for all of this. The Ducks one is amazingly terrible. Ducks but is the, awful. Um, and uh, the other night when the Blackhawks were on the ice against the Carolina Hurricanes, they were playing the Hartford Whalers. Yep. I was so excited about that. I was like, you've yes. got to be kidding me. It was on Friday night. Like, they're playing the Whale? I yeah. was so pumped on that. The uh, It's kind of cool to see some of these logos show back up. Mm-hmm. The old Blackhawks logo, the 
Devils. Uh, the Green Devils jersey. Yes. Absolutely. Very Christmassy themed. Um, and yes, they have brought back the Kachina doll down in the desert. So, but the, here's the crossing swords of absolutely. the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, the, the, the Sabres with the swords. Um, and then the, the uh, Coyotes jersey above that in, that you're looking at now is, is kind of similar. It has the same head as what is on the jersey you're wearing. Right. It's known as the Kachina doll. This is the alternate that's on the screen, the purple with the desert around the bottom. They're actually wearing the full Kachina doll jersey for 20 games. They're not doing the Coyote head full season this year. Had I known, because you, you dipped, away, dipped out for a second, like, hang on, I'll be right back. And I'm like checking a couple of emails, my phone going to text messages, you walk back in. You're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm not even paying attention. All of a sudden I look up and you're in the, the Coyotes jersey. I'm like, God dang yes. it. Why didn't I wear my, my Winnipeg Jets jersey? Because then we could have had a great photo of before and after um, when the Jets left Canada and they moved to Phoenix and yes. became the, the Arizona Coyotes at the time. Or Phoenix, was it Phoenix? Phoenix Coyotes, but all the time. They were the Arizona Coyotes once, weren't they? No, you're thinking of the football team that started as the Phoenix Cardinals and then became the Arizona Cardinals. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nope, they're always, uh, yeah. So the, uh, the Kachina, and what's funny is everybody hated it and now they've brought it back and everybody loves the Kachina doll look again, huh. which is kind of a funny thing. I think the new or the new coyote is as generic as they come. It could be like from a high school team. It could be a two A division football team. It doesn't really matter. It's like the same thing you see everywhere. Um, so I always thought this was, which makes a logo cool when it's made for a city. Fun fact, and if I'm not mistaken on this, the gentleman who owns the Grand Sierra Resort also owns the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Oh, no lie. Fun fact. Yeah. Speaking of jerseys made for city. Yeah, I really like that Seattle Kraken jersey a lot. So the Krakens have released their full look, which is pretty amazing because they've stayed with that blue, dark blue, very similar to the uh, Seahawks. The Mariners. Uh, and the Mariners. They kind of come and go with how they handle blues, the Mariners. Sometimes they're dark blue with yellow. Sometimes they do the whole Northwestern light blue thing. It kind of depends on the year. Yeah, they'll do the Jay Buhner. Uh, one time they'll do then yeah. the, the Ken Griffey Sr. They'll do the Edgar Martinez. Right. Uh, They've like, got a lot of looks. They do. <laughs> is, really, is really what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but the Seattle Kraken in... Oh my God, can you imagine being the PA announcer for those games? Every single game will be, release the Kraken. Absolutely. And the place just goes nuts. Yes. I mean, that'll be amazing. And I can't wait when we can go back to games and have crowds and all that. But it's a perfect example of being able to do stuff on the front and on the shoulder and on the back. You got anchors on the shoulders and on the sleeves. The Kraken jerseys are solid. Um, and you know they're going to have an alternate with like some crazy monster on. Now it's just an S across the chest. My friend, a friend of mine who lives in Seattle, one of my many friends who lives in Seattle, her name is Tara. She's trying like hell to get on with that franchise. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be cool. And Seattle sports fans are solid sports fans. They she's, always back their teams, which is she, really cool. She she also said to me, she goes, if I get the job with the Kraken, 
I will make sure that you have tickets ready to go for when the Blackhawks <laughs> are in town because it's going to be fun. She's a, she's a Pittsburgh uh, Penguins fan, okay, but but she knows how much I love the Blackhawks and and that would how be much cool. yeah I would just love to be obviously back in Seattle. Um, my friend Jeff actually who works for Verizon. Um, may or may not be moving to Seattle. He told me, he goes, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. He all of a sudden, I'm like, if it does, I will come up and visit you in a heartbeat. <laughs> what have you there? Uh, somehow the uh, Florida... Oh, this is for the All-Star game. Okay. I'm like, why is it we have pink Florida Panther jerseys that say Atlantic on it? What's okay. the date on that, by the way? Um because we have a 56 game season shortened right. one by 26 games right and if they're having an all-star game I would love to know like the data because I I haven't seen anything about it at all and where it's going to be played uh, who's you know who's invited I haven't seen any sort of like cast your ballot cast your vote any uh -uh. of that stuff uh, maybe these are just concept jerseys my bad Wow no that's okay you got me fired so, up for a hot second yeah I like it so the NHL is doing uh, some throwback stuff, connects with the, uh, the cool. Um, and it seems like the NHL, with the exception of the Ducks, um, do a cool job with their jerseys. The Jets one is a little, eh, a lot of gray. It's, it's very, but the logo is still very throwback to the uh, late 80s, early 90s Winnipeg Jets. Right. And the Anaheim Ducks one, you just have to look up, look up Anaheim Ducks. Um, Retro, retro jersey, and it looks like a six-year-old. Did they not is, get the clearance from Disney to use that logo, the the like the duck face mask? Well, it's similar to their duck alternate jersey from years ago. It's is the whole thing. That's what's going on there, I guess. Huh. But it's still pretty awful. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on with. Disney, because at one point, they Disney owned the Anaheim Ducks, right? Yes, they did. And that's when they made the movie about them and all that sort of stuff. At one time, they also owned the Anaheim Angels. Yes, they did. So, that makes sense. Anaheim, by the way, not Los Angeles. Right, Anaheim <laughs> Angels. Right down the street from the park. Um, but the, uh, and the Stars and the Red Wings, I don't understand, because you make an all-white jersey when you play on ice. It's kind of a rough program there they're probably wearing colored uh the colored pants and socks too so chances are like i would i would <laughs> think, like if i were on the dallas stars i would ask if we could wear the minnesota north star uh jerseys and then um the red wings are just they their logo i don't like the montreal canadians um has not changed oh all. no oh no the, the detroit red rings logo you can't mess with the tire and the and the feathers coming off of mm -hmm. it that's that's classic stuff so Anyway, and then I look through, it's amazing when a football team and or baseball team, now baseball and football are different. Like they did the what was called the color rush about three years ago in, yeah. in the, in, uh, in the like NFL. Make the Rams wear all blue. Yeah. The Chiefs were in all red. Yeah, <laughs> and we had a uh, Jets game where the Jets were all green all and green. the Bills were in all red. Yeah. And... I, now, this is an interesting thing. I gather there are a number of guys who had troubles with that game because those are two primary colors that if you're colorblind, you cannot differentiate between the two. How about that? They're shades of gray, and they, they even had to go and reimagine the color rush thing after that game. 
Wow. That a couple of guys were like, everybody's in shades of gray here. This is rough. And, which is an interesting okay. problem to have um, because they actually changed the rule in college and pro football a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. College used to be that one team must wear white. I remember this. And they changed the rule, I think it was three years ago, and that's why, like, I think it's really cool when UNR and UNLV or Nevada and, and the Rebels play each other, one team will wear blue and the other team will wear red. Yeah. It looks amazing. They they clash, and it's what those two teams should look like, never anybody. Absolutely. Yeah, and you'll see the same thing now when USC plays UCLA. They'll both wear the color jerseys. So one will have the baby blue, the other one will have the, the Trojan scarlet. maroon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the scarlet red. Huh. Uh, which is kind of a cool thing to see in those in those uh, rivalry games. Yeah. I always like to see USC do well in those games, uh, mainly because... Um, they don't I, have enough money at that school? Well, All right. not so much that. Um, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you're going to play the geographic card on that... Yeah, of course. No, it's UCLA, not geographic. I mean, UCLA obviously being in Bel Air and, and uh, USC being in Compton. Um, that has nothing to do with it. One's a private school, one's a state college. Oh, wait. Who's state college? Okay. We'll come back to that another day. Really? <laughs> Is USC a state college? No. UCLA, the University of California at Los Angeles. University of California, like the University of California at Berkeley and the University of California at Irvine and University of California. Those are state schools? All state schools, yeah. So oh. if you're a state kid, you get to go to those schools for far less than anybody coming from outside the state. I thought, and, and I, I, I get a pass on this, I thought that if you were like Ohio State, Michigan State, like you had state in your name, okay. that meant you were a state school. That's fair. I, and those are state schools Clearly. as well. Yes. But in the California school system, the University of California at <laughs> Los Angeles or Berkeley or Irvine or Sacramento or yeah. Sacramento State, though. They're, well, they're, they're Sac State. Right, and that's a, that's a little bit different, but University of California Davis, UC Davis. Right. Okay. There you go. State school. Yes. Oh, wow. UC Davis. Awesome. All use their state schools now. USC, private school. Huh. <laughs> different set of finances. Uh, I was supposed to go to USC. That's great. We all were. No, no. Why were you supposed? I, to? I was because my biological father um, actually left me um, left me some money to go to it, and I wound up. Um, Going into I, radio. Listen, Good plan. No, no, listen, <laughs> okay. um, because this is me pulling back the curtain and, and being human. All right. Um, when I was uh, when I was a kid growing up, it was more it was more important for me to get the attention of the girls. Yeah. And get the attention of the, um, those who I'm trying to get approval All versus right. getting the uh, getting the grades. So. Oh, there so you what go. you're saying is, if you had had better grades, you could have gone to USC. Absolutely. Like us all. All right. Okay. I've I've changed the direction on this. Open this. Look at that. Good timing on that, by the way. But yeah, that's me being human. That's, yeah. that's me saying yes. I was supposed to go to USC at one point. Thank you. That would have been uh, an amazing change in life. Okay. Whew. So uh, now, kind of circling back to uh, what we normally do, or at least what I know, what I know that I do. 
um, per episode. Ooh, that was a drip on your sock, not on the floor. That was nice. Even so, it's on a plastic thing. So the long and the short, um, we like to – oh, it was on the plastic thing. We like to uh, <laughs> get into a different beer – at least I know that I do, because uh, yeah. I think our second episode was about beer. Okay. And so I went to uh, Brewer's Cabinet over the week. Which, by the way, this is my new favorite glass. It's a glass that is shaped like a can. Yeah. Okay. Sunday is a Brewer's Cabinet. They have right. $6 six-packs. Um, the beer that I have here that I brought is their um, what I refer to as their heavy metal beer. <laughs> it's called Denim and Leather. All right. Uh, I believe the young lady who came up with the concept, her name is Heather. She works uh, at, at Brewer's Cabinet, and she came up with the different flavor profiles and everything. She worked with the brewers, or, yeah, the brewers, and all of a sudden, boom, here it is. It's a brown ale, uh, 8.2 ABV, I believe. Right. It's 8.2 or 8.4, and um, it's, it's, again, not a porter, not a stout, but a brown ale. And I thought, you know what? My best friend here, he enjoys I like this. a dark beer, and... So here we go. Mm-hmm. And I said, leading into this, I'm hoping this is going to become your new favorite beer. Ooh, that's got an interesting profile. Indeed. That's like a sweet profile, almost maple-y. Almost. Right? There's, is that yeah. what you get? Um, so the other night when I was at a meeting at Brewer's Cabinet, mm -hmm. um, one of these then eventually turned into seven. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why you had the uh, walk uh, that I get when you have an outdoor walk home i have several walks yeah and, and it was several, very circuitous i know several that. walks are to uh, the different watering holes <laughs> okay <laughs> very good all right yeah no this is tasty mm -hmm. it's uh that's a good time if you're in town brewer's cabinet puts out good beer they cannot make a t-shirt in an extra large though when and what's going on that, there uh about that i i inquired um for you Thank you. I was over there for lunch, and I asked if they had them. And then um, the young lady who works over there, her name's Jasmine. She brought me a uh, a double X, and she held it up, and she goes, "How about this?" I go, "That's too much shirt for my friend. Um, <laughs> yes, he, he needs the extra large for the shoulders. He doesn't have anything else other than the wider shoulders, so he needs that. He doesn't. He can't wear a large. No, the large they gave me was like I called it a. Uh, I don't know. It was more like a schmedium. This thing was unbelievably small for a large t-shirt. I brought it back to him and that was in December. So I'm really hoping that they'll make an extra large sometime this year. I have uh, I have my name and number in there with them. So when it comes in, uh, they're going to reach out and let me know. And me too. Okay. Very, Very good. good. So, so uh, any, the jerseys, we've really only, uh, we've conquered two sports so far. Well, we've, we've talked about two sports because the realistic side of it is baseball if one team changes their jerseys in a season, that's a big deal. They have the, the cool weekend where they play with the Little League teams mm -hmm. uh, out in uh, Pennsylvania, and they'll have kind of a fun take on their jerseys and different color schemes and all that sort of stuff, and those are fun for a day. And unless you're either the Houston Astros or the uh, Paul Molitor Milwaukee Brewers Maybe the uh, wow. the Expos. Those are basically the three go-tos of all of baseball. And, of course, the White Sox with the big blue socks across the chest. You're going to love this. All right. Um, I, was I was talking with baseball uh, with someone earlier this week, 
and we were chatting about uh, last year's season, how the teams had to, like, everybody had to play in the United States. Right. And everybody had to play each other in the shortened season. I go, and with, you know, I go with Toronto being where they were, they had to play in Buffalo. Right. And that's what it was. And from out of nowhere, all of a sudden the person asked me, are the Expos still playing baseball? Oh, good. So they're up on things. <laughs> wow. I said the Expos haven't played baseball in over 25 years. No, no, no. Yeah. The Expos, they moved to Washington. Was it 25 years ago? Yes. No kidding. Okay. If it wasn't 20 years ago, that's for damn sure. This, yeah. I have an inaugural pennant. It's in here somewhere. For the, Was- for the Montreal Expos or the Washington Nationals? For the Nationals. In this room. Yeah, I have a pennant for them. I must have pulled it down. You may have so taken it So inaugural season for... You can even Google it too real quick. Yeah. But yeah, that's the like they they were stunned the Montreal Expos were not playing baseball, and I I kind of like I thought they were trying to goof on me about it, and so I thought no. Two thousand four. That's when they left Montreal. Yeah. Okay, so 15, 16 years. Right. Seventeen years. And that was after playing a handful of games in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay, so that's what I was thinking. Anyhow, so it was ten years off, but still. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, so those, and I, I like the Expos not so much. I, the blue away jerseys were cool, but I like the multi-panel hats. I've always been a fan of the multi-panel hats. I don't know what it is. I think several of us used to think the multi-panel hat, we never figured out what the logo was the M, with the letter M, as in Mary, or Montreal. We always thought, a bunch of us at least, always thought, how are they spelling EXP? In oh that M. yeah, it was it was somehow written in there. Supposedly, there's a P in there, and there's an O at the end of the whole thing. The E is on the front of. Anyway, I always thought the multi-panel hat was cool. I had many different minor league hats, mm-hmm. or I even had some Negro league hats from the Ethiopian clowns through that stuff. I always thought the multi-panel. So the Expos were just a, and then when they left, that was kind of like a cool thing to have an Expos hat after they left town yeah. and not having the solid blue one because that was a, no, uh, oh, yeah, that's no, one that I have. yeah, I know. And it's missing the button on the top. <laughs> but I bought that hat when I worked at the warehouse. Uh, so I've, I've had that Expos hat for a long time, 30 years. Right. There yeah. you go. Uh, but the go-to as far as all time greats in baseball are things like the Astros with Nolan Ryan with the, mm-hmm. the sunset jerseys were just amazing because they were so different than everything else. That was the jersey that he wore when he gave, uh, what's his name, a good wallop. Ro- uh, Robin Ventura? Yeah. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, it was. All right. Um, I thought he was with the Rangers at that point, but mm-hmm. okay. Um, it may have been, but I know that I just... Yeah, he wore, the, he wore the sunset jersey. Yeah. So those are great. Now, there's some really cool, weird things like the Astros jerseys that they came out that had the broken star mm-hmm. the craig biggio the bagwell jersey yeah bagwell biggio jerseys you know that's a gang homage thing that really? broken star if you look up broken star that's like a gang thing like a like a ninth ward thing How about had, that? had no idea and they did it nobody knew that that's what it was all about and as soon as people started to figure it out they got rid of it that's why they were only around for a couple of years ah. Yeah, kind of subtle stuff. And then when you go into the NFL, like I said, other than the color rush stuff, which I kind of dig for a game or two or three, but for the most part, 
with the exception of like horrible things where the Steelers yeah. wear the, the, the 1920 <laughs> prison looking uniform. Yeah, the, oh. the, the, the vertical stripes, yeah. which are fantastic and horrible at the same time. They're fantastic for wideouts. They're horrible for linemen. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty much that simple. Absolutely. That's just, a great way to put that. Yeah, you just don't want to wear vertical stripes if you're a certain body shape. Um, so, But the NFL does not change much. No. I mean... Subtle differences. Thank you, Jaguars. They they go back from black to gold to back to black again with their helmets, and that's about it. Yeah, the helmet. Well, the Dolphins, same color scheme. They just flatten out the uh, the Dolphin as opposed to having them curve. The Detroit Lions. Oh, they made a big deal about how they changed their uniform. Wait, what? They made the Lions so you could tell that it's actually a lion. Not a big change. I guess the most recent change would be the uh, Washington football team. Still having the oh. same logo, but just the Washington football team. And that's they're supposed to be like that for, I think, two more years? Right, because it takes a long time to come up with a new logo. <laughs> I didn't know that, quite honestly. I, I've had to do this once, and it was awful, and it, we came up with something pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So with that said, all right. We, we have no idea what the next episode is going to be. but Actually, I was going to suggest... Uh-oh, here it is on the spot. TV shows that we've been fans of that either have not had a finish or had a weird ending. For instance, how The Sopranos ending just kind of ended the way it did. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. There's got to be more to it. Most recently, Lost. the show that you and I and your wife... Uh, we're all big fans of, but we're still waiting to see what the hell's going to happen with it. That that uh, um, the TV yeah. show with the airplane. Lost? No. What are you talking about? No, no. Oh, Manifest. Manifest. Thank you. Oh, okay. Because there's a new show. That are they going to bring back Manifest? There's a new show that starts on March 1st on NBC called Destiny, and it looks amazing. All right. So we're going to talk about TV shows. The next time we do this, I think in a week. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That should be good. Until then.